Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Last year is when I started getting, you know, obviously serious about not only my physical health, but my mental health as well. And I'm not the same individual that I once was on January 4th, 2021, physically or mentally. So... Um, it's been, you know, a little over a year, you're going on a year and a half of this lifestyle, this new version of myself that I'm just completely in love with and, you know, looking to unlock and get to that next level of, you know, myself or what I'm truly capable of. This is the Tom Rowland podcast, fascinating stories to amaze, encourage, and inspire you in fishing, fitness, and the outdoors. And we're brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. I started this podcast as a way to connect with my friends, people that I admire and respect, and you. It has been a learning journey that's made me a better person, a better fisherman, a better father, and a better athlete. I'm so happy that you're on this journey with me, and I'd love to hear from you with show suggestions, guest suggestions, or questions. The best way to get a hold of me is through text. You can text 305-930-7346 for the fastest response, but if you prefer to email, you can send that to podcast at saltwaterexperience.com. That's a dedicated email address just for the show. If you like this show, you can show your support by posting about it on social media and tagging me. Text the link to a couple of friends that may also enjoy it and subscribe and leave a five-star review if you feel like I've earned it. The website is tomrollandpodcast.com and that is where everything lives. All past shows, you can go and listen to any show. You can look up all the different shows that we've done, both the How To Tuesdays, the Full Links, and the Physical Fridays. They all live on tomrollandpodcast.com and the social media is tom underscore Roland R-O-W-L-A-N-D, on Instagram or you can go to our big account, saltwater underscore experience. I hope to hear from you soon. So now let's get on to today's show. My name is Dale Beatty, and this is the Tom Rowland Podcast. Dale, what's happening, man? How are we doing? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's really great to meet you here. Thanks for doing this with me. Uh, absolutely i'm uh, honored to be on here thanks thanks well i've been following you on instagram man you uh i uh have a affiliation with with first form also and that's how i came across you and um man you're doing all kinds of cool stuff you got puppies you got you're shooting your bow all the time and yeah of course you had this massive transformation which we'll talk about later but um how about the bow like have you been shooting your bow all your life or is this what, where so are you I with got archery? A, I got into uh, bow hunting uh, 2017, I believe. Uh, I took my first buck. Um, actually, 2018. Took my first buck uh, with a bow in 2018, and just been hooked ever since with that with that bow. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm getting into it myself. It's a. It's a newer thing. I mean, I've been shooting a bow for a little while, but last year I had a great opportunity to go elk hunting with my son in Montana. Wow! And he's been trying to get this elk for five years, and he finally got it. And um, so he really has been encouraged. I'm, I've been fine just to say, look, man, this is your your pursuit and i'm fine just to go along and carry carry out because i'm i'm right i need to bring you you look like you'd be good packing out too but i'm i'm good i'm at good packing out um so last year it was just me and him and we packed this elk out and uh man it was it was tough it was really it was really tough it's i mean you know elk live in um in really beautiful but very steep places and and they are heavier than I mean, I knew it was going to be heavy, but dang, it's really heavy. <laughs> right, right, right. That's I. That's my. Uh, that's my dream hunt right there. As a uh, as an elk hunt, uh, either here in Kentucky or out west. We have uh, elk here in Kentucky, but it's I'm super difficult to get to get a draw a tag yeah. here. But uh, so what's the I'd deal? To, uh, what's the deal with the elk in in Kentucky? Were they once native to the area and they're reintroducing them, or why why are they there? I believe they were reintroduced uh, years ago. I don't think they're native here to Kentucky because they're mostly over in uh, in eastern Kentucky okay. um, is where they're at. So um, old coal mines um, out that way. And uh, I mean, just thousands of people, uh, locals, residents enter the draw every single year and only a select few get, get drawn. Um, you know, you can either pick, you know, rifle or bow and then cow or bull for, you know, whatever you want to put in for. But you know, I spend my 10 bucks every year, <laughs> hope and pray and, uh, haven't got drawn yet, but one of these years, I will. Yeah, I hope, I hope so. Well, you can get drawn in, uh, in the Western States and that is, that is, it's something. I mean, I knew I was going to like it because I love, uh, Yellowstone National Park and that's I worked in Yellowstone National Park a long time ago and it really set me on this course for the outdoors and, um, I just love watching those animals and seeing them. And, yeah. and then I love hiking and I love glassing and I love, I mean, we like, one of my favorite things to do is to just go to Yellowstone and get on a, on a pullout and just glass hillsides and just, you can see all right. kinds of stuff. I just love it. And right. my son was like, well, yeah, that's, that's elk hunting. Like that's all the things that you love. That's it. Right. You like hiking, right. you like carrying heavy things. You, now yeah. all you got to do is shoot one. So I was like, okay, right. I'm, I'm gonna, That's I'm gonna the, bite the bullet. Yeah. I'm gonna, I got a real, a real elk set up this year. You know, a, a, a bow specifically designed for that, and 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 I've been practicing. I'm getting better. Um, there we go. But I wanted to talk right. to you about the the total archery challenge. You're doing that, right? Some of those three yeah, D uh, shoots. Yeah, that was a a super cool experience that I got to do. It was my first one. It was in uh, Seven Springs, Pennsylvania. Um, and the guy I actually went with, met him on, uh, on social media and, uh, uh, AJ is his name. He ended up, uh, he actually won a bear, like decked out truck, uh, last year on their <laughs> like trophy shot or trophy shot. Um, it's what it was. I think it was like a 110 yard caribou. Um, he nailed it and won this truck. And so I got to go with him and a couple of his buddies and, uh, and Jake from first form and, uh, man, it was a great time. I'd never done something like that before um and it was super cool very very cool experience so for somebody that doesn't know what that is explain um kind of the the total archery challenge so i mean it's it's just a group of outdoorsmen guys that love guys and girls that love shooting their bow and they have multiple different um uh um, target um not even practice range they have multiple different courses that you play so um, two courses that we played were like, it's kind of like golf. It was 25 holes or 25 shots. Uh, one of the courses was only 15. Um, but they're all scattered across a ski resort. So if you're hiking, you get the scenery, um, you're shooting at pretty cool 3d targets and you're taking some very difficult shots that, um, you wouldn't normally do out in the woods. So you're definitely testing your ability to shoot. And, um, it's just a super cool experience, you know, the camaraderie out there, uh, making the different connections and then, you know, throw in just slinging arrows all day long and, you know, hiking and seeing, you know, gorgeous scenery. It just makes for a spectacular time. So in preparing for that, did you change your bow setup? Did you, did you start practicing these longer shots? Did you know what you were getting into? 
I had no idea what I was getting myself <laughs> into. <laughs> so uh, it was actually the first day we get out there. So the farthest that, I mean, we had just moved out here to uh, to 40 acres here in Kentucky. So obviously I have more room now, but we came from a neighborhood. Farthest I could shoot was like 20, 25 yards in my backyard. Um, so I didn't have any experience shooting further than that. And the two deer that I've killed, two whitetail that I've killed, have been, both been within 15 yards. So I'm not having to take these 50, 60, 70, you know, 120 yard shots. So, uh, first day out there was the first hole or first shot. And, uh, it was an elk at like 55 yards and <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I just turned my dial, put it on 55, got settled in and just let it fly and, uh, hit the target, didn't hit vitals, but I hit the target. I hit foam. So just slowly but surely building my confidence with each shot, um, each time getting out there on the on the mountain and putting it together and taking tips and advice from the other guys that were with me. So uh, they helped me out quite a bit, um, especially on those very, very long shots because my bow is only set up to um, go out to 100 yards. And there was a couple 115s, 120, 125. And um, it, was, it was really cool taking those shots and it was actually one shot the buffalo uh, 125 on the last day uh it was hole or shot number 24 i uh 12 ringed it from 125 yards <laughs> uh <laughs> which was super cool wow. was a way to uh to end the uh in the weekend you don't win a truck for that <laughs> uh, unfortunately not i know just, just a picture <laughs> yeah. that's pretty good though i mean yeah. especially that your bow's just set up for for going to 100 but i mean right now i'm i'm practicing at 60 and uh 60 is a, it seems like a long way because i'm i'm right like you in my driveway i go at 20 and 30 and 40 and i just kind of stay in those ranges and then i found a way now that i can shoot in my own you know, I don't have to go anywhere and I can shoot at 60, right. but it seems like, it seems like a long shot, but why it not? takes, it takes that arrow a long way to uh, a long time to travel that, that distance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then last year, you know, my son and I are hunting and we, we saw lots of elk and, um, when, when he finally got the shot that he killed this elk, it was at 54 yards and that just seemed so close after seeing all these other elk 54 yards right. was like, oh, we're, this is happening. We're, we're going to do this. Right. My son is really good. He, he like is in the archery league and he's, 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 he just takes it very seriously and he practices every day. And, um, and 54 yards for him was just nice and easy. And he just, he just did it like he does in practice and, and, and he killed it. Let and, it go. But, but when I'm practicing, I'm like, man, 60 yards seems so far. But then I think back to that and I'm like, it didn't seem that far when he did it. Like that seemed like right. the closest we had been by a long shot. So I right. feel like I need to be comfortable at 60, 70, very comfortable. And right. Right. But you know, I'm that I'm way just getting started really. When you get that 50 yard shot, it's going to feel like a little chip shot for yourself. So. I hope, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'll, I hope it feels like that. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's cool, man. So now that you have come back from that one, do you plan on doing some more of those? I'd love to, uh, to get out to some more. Um, I'd love to go out by Utah. They do one in Utah, uh, do one in Michigan. Um, and I believe next year, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they're going to start Europe as well. Really? Archery Challenge Europe. So yeah. Wow. Um, big things, uh, on the horizon for total archery challenge. That would be cool. I know they have one in Big Sky, Montana, which is um, right by where my boys are. They both live in Bozeman, Montana. Okay. Um, and that that one that's pretty cool because I think they um, on that ski resort. That's a that's a real ski resort, man. It's it's like it's serious. So I'm sure there's some awesome hiking and uh, oh yeah, they put those targets in some really cool places. I'm sure. Um, oh yeah. Well, another uh, well, the first form kind of. Uh, uh, connection um first form's got some amazing quality people associated with it um i had the opportunity of fishing with uh mike cunahan do you know him Dun no yeah donuts? absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no we did donut. a show with him man and uh and he's been down to, to hawks k he's a he's just a, a real high quality dude and then dan bailey i know i knew him for a while back but um that's what that company is just seems to yeah surround itself with with good people or at least draw it draw good people to it 
you know, what, what's your experience been like that meeting, going to the headquarters and, and meeting all the people there? I mean, same exact situation from the first time I went out there, it was just, you know, you truly feel like family when you're out there and, uh, everyone cares about you. You know, they, um, they know there's a better version of yourself out there. Um, just waiting on you to, you know, crack through and break through. Um, and they're there to help you out every step of the way with, with everything you need. So, um, man, I, I love that place. Uh, that's my, that's my second home. Hmm. Um, you know, I look forward to every opportunity I get to, uh, to go out there to headquarters and see everybody and obviously work out in that really cool gym they have and the locker room, all that sort of stuff. So it's just, uh, it's an amazing experience every time. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, that, um, I, I saw on your, on your account and obviously one of the things that, that, uh, you, you have done incredibly well is this transformation, man. Holy yeah. cow. Uh, I mean, your transformation is, is amazing. And so I, I did a little research and I was, I was looking at some of your other videos and, and trying to, to figure this out. Like it's, yeah. it, it, not only did you make this amazing transformation, but it's stuck. Like this is how, how long, well, so how long it's a is lifestyle it? Now. Yeah. How long has it been since you, since you, you got runner up in the, in the contest? Is that right? So, so I got runner up last year in the, uh, new year's transformation challenge, um, last year, um, with that transformation challenge, there was actually one overall winner and then two runner ups. And it was the first time in company history that there had been two runner ups, uh, myself and another guy named Buck. Um, so last year is when I started getting, you know, obviously serious about not only my physical health, but my mental health as well. And I'm not the same individual that I once was on January 4th, 2021, physically or mentally. So um, it's been, you know, a little over a year, you're going on a year and a half of this lifestyle, this new version of myself that I'm just completely in love with and, you know, looking to unlock and get to that next level of, you know, myself or what I'm truly capable of. Hmm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So what, what, uh, when I was watching one of your videos, it, you said that, that it was the 75 hard that, that you started and, but that you had 70. tried it one, one time before and didn't, didn't do it. Right. Is that I, correct? I tried, I tried, I tried it in 2015 and I made, or not 2015, 2019 is when I tried it for the first time and I made it is either 13 or 15 days. I think it was 15 days is how long I made it. And, uh, I failed on the 16th day and, um, just kind of fell back into my old ways of uh, not going to the gym, not eating the right foods, not reading, not drinking water. Hmm. Um, hey, before we go any further, a lot of people yeah. probably don't know what the 75 hard challenge is. Can you explain it? Oh yeah. Yeah. 75 hard. So it's uh, 75 days long. And if you uh, fail one day, you have to start back over at the beginning and it consists of two 45 minute workouts a day, one indoor, one must be outdoor. Uh, you drink a gallon of water a day. You read 10 pages of a self-development nonfiction book, um, take a progress picture every day, stick to a diet, no cheap meals, no alcohol for 75 days. And um, yeah, in 2019, uh, big into to drinking. And I think it's right when Andy came out with 75 Heart. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this thing a shot. And like I said, made it 13, 15 days and kind of just fell back into my old ways. I was like, well, maybe this is for, for someone else or, you know, I'm just not really capable of doing this. And, uh, yeah, I got back into it last year, January 5th, 2021 was day one. 
and uh, didn't look back from there. Hmm. So it's it's really interesting because to me, like of your whole story, like making this transformation, that's that's really cool. That's that's really cool. Um, but to me, the most interesting thing is that your first attempt at this is kind of a typical experience, right? Like a lot of people try and don't make it, but then you right. have this other experience where you tried and you absolutely made it and you've continued on. So my question would be, what, what's, what was the difference? Why did one happen like that and one happen the other way? I think in 2021, I had hit rock bottom uh, with my life. I remember actually uh, questioning, you know, what, like, what's, what's my purpose? You know, what, why am I here? Um, you know, I felt as if I was just going through the motions of life. And I was like, if this is it to it, then, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to carry on anymore because this isn't, this isn't what I dreamed of my life being like. And, uh, you know, I, I'm grateful for that old version of myself taking that first step. I remember I came home from work and uh, I told my wife, I was just like looking at myself in the mirror, just unhappy, unmotivated, happy with my marriage and everything, but just with myself, I wasn't happy. Um, and I told her, I was like, I, I got to do 75 bar tomorrow. I'm starting tomorrow and uh, set my alarm, set my clothes out and just took off from there. And, um, you know, with 75 heart, like it's, you know, you, you're going to get some physical, um, results or, or changes in yourself, but I wasn't in it for that. I was in it more so for what you get out of 75 heart, that discipline, the grit, the perseverance, the self-esteem that you get. Um, that's what I was in it for. And that's what, I think that's what the biggest difference was, is that I think my mind was ready then, um, in 2021 to actually do it. I think I needed the rest of 2019, the rest of 2020 to get to that point in 2021 to be like, okay, it's time now. Hmm. And so you, you just kind of, um, you feel like, do you, do you think that everybody has to hit rock bottom or, or feel like they're, they're at rock bottom or, or go through something to, to, to be able to commit to doing something like this and sticking with it? Or, or is there, Another thing, like, I mean, I'm interested in your perspective because I just see so many people start things and stop and then exactly. start another thing and stop and then start another exactly. thing and stop. And then you did, did that, but then you also did, you went back to the same thing and had a completely different result. And so your perspective is, I think is, is super important. On it's almost kind of like, it's kind of like choose your heart, Tom, Yeah, you know, living, living that comfortable life. You know, it is easy or it's not hard. It's, it's hard living that comfortable life. It's hard living that uncomfortable life. It's, it's choosing which direction you want to go in. It's going to be hard no matter what. But if you choose the uncomfortable, if you choose the harder route, you know, you're going to be better off in the long run. Um, you know, as people, we all struggle with something out there. We all have, we all have these, these burdens that are on us. And, um, do I think that you need to be a rock bottom to start 75 hard? Absolutely not. But I guarantee you're probably carrying around something that 75 hard can help out with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. And then, um, so the, 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 um, on the first one, do you remember the, the day that you you kind of decided you weren't going to do it and you fall back into your old habits like that? Like what, what was it? Like you were just, why does why why did you do that, and why do you think other people do that? Because that's a pretty similar thing to what happens, you know, around the first of the year when people get a gym membership, they go at it pretty hard for about two weeks, and then kind of don't anymore. And right, uh, right. What was it for you? Like, why why did you think that you kind of went back to your old habits? I think that I mean it's it's hard for a reason, and uh, I don't think I understood. Um, I don't think I was ready to get out of 75 hard what you get out of it. I believe that I wanted to go back to that old life because it was much more comfortable and I knew what was going to be going on and I had complete, I thought I had control of that. And uh, it was just really seeking out that comfort again instead of living in that uncomfortable zone where you're going to grow so much more as a person. So it was just Hey, this is really hard. Hey, I'm super sore. Um, I'm getting home from 
work and doing all these workouts super late. Uh, it's I feel like I'm rushing through these 10 pages of reading like this gallon of water. I'm peeing a whole lot, you know, just giving myself every excuse and every out in the world. And your mind is very, very strong and your mind will talk you into believing things that aren't really true. Mm-hmm. And uh, now my mind took over. <laughs> my mind took over and said, Dale, you're done with this. Uh, go back to this comfortable lifestyle because this is what you're good at. This is what you know. So um, I did, you know, failed and, you know, just went back to normal, normal Dale. Do you think about that um, months later? Like maybe I could have done that or maybe I shouldn't start again. Or when, when did you kind of, when did that kind of start getting in, in your head a little bit? Uh, I would say more so in 2020, obviously with all the shutdowns and everything and, um, gyms are closing down due to COVID. It just didn't make sense to me, but, um, yeah. And then that's when I started drinking pretty heavily was in 2020. You know, you're at home all the time, nowhere else to go, nothing else to do. Um, so I think that's when it really hit me, um, as far as, you know, we gotta, this isn't sustainable. Um, this isn't who I am as a person. And, uh, you know, I have to do something about it. No one else is coming here to, to save me. No one else is coming here to, to do it for me. I'm going to have to do it for myself. Man, I love it. And, and then you did, right? Like, so you just jump in back into 75 hard. I'm super interested yeah. in, in, in a couple of things. Like, um, what books did you read? Cause there's a lot of reading. There's 10 pages a day for 75 days. That's 750 pages. That's a lot of, that's, that, that could be a couple of books. I don't know. I, what, what, yeah. what books did you read? So I read, I think I've read a total, it's on my Instagram. I think I read a total of like five or six books. Uh, but the one book that stuck with me the most um, out of all of, well, I'll say two books. It was a magic of thinking big by David Schwartz hmm. and then can't hurt me by David Goggins. Yeah. One of my favorites. Those were the two that um, really struck me. And um, those are my two of my favorite books um, that I've read since um, going back to like the mindset thing. Like, you know, we tell ourselves that we're this or we're that. And, uh, you know, I used to not be a reader. Like, uh, I don't think I read a book, even in college. I don't even think I read a book. To be completely honest, it just didn't interest me. Uh, but with 75 hard and through 75 hard, I became a reader, you know, and I really switched that mindset of I'm not a reader to I am a reader. Um, before 75 hard, I was not a runner. Um, now I am a runner. You know, it's all about, you know, that mindset. But those are my two favorite books um, during during 75 hard that I took a lot from um, that helped me out. Uh, helped me out. Oh, another one as well. Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. <laughs> um, that's a really good book as well. I don't know that one. I haven't read that one. Um, yeah. What, what is that book about? Turning small disciplines into habits. Nice. Um, I believe, um, it's just when you feel yourself sliding, when you feel yourself on that, on that, that curb down, you know, recognizing it and getting back on, on track. Nice. I'll put that, I'll put that on the list. We have a book club part of this podcast that, that I put out all the books that I read. And, um, there are a lot of books like that and, and some other ones that are not like that, but a lot of, yeah. A lot of those. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll put that on the list and, and read that. Um, and then what, uh, so this this transformation that you had, I don't know, people can go to your, what's your Instagram where people can can see what you did? My Instagram is, uh, Instagram is Mr. Dale Beatty. <laughs> Mr. Dale Beatty. And, um, yeah. and they can see the, the transformation that you had. You lost 40 pounds. I lost 40 pounds during, uh, during 75 hours. <laughs> And and it was just seventy five hard in seventy five days. You lost forty pounds. Seventy five. Well, for the challenge itself, uh, it was like thirty pounds, thirty five pounds, something like that. Um, and then all of seventy five hard was forty pounds. Nice. And then, yeah. dude, you turned into a freaking beast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who who knew? Did you know all that was under there? God, because dude, you are freaking ripped. I didn't, I didn't know, honestly, I didn't know I could get like as lean, um, as I got, I didn't know I could get abs. <laughs> um, I didn't know that was possible. Uh, but again, like it was just, just so focused on getting those traits out of 75 hard that I just did not, I didn't notice the weight falling off. 
as quickly as my friends did or um, the scale go. I saw the number going down, but again, like it just doesn't, I think it was like day, like 56, 57 is where I looked in the mirror and I was like, Hmm, I kind of lost some weight here. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, I, I mean, I worked out in, in college, so I leave, I knew my way around the gym. Um, and then once I graduated, stopped working out and then I would you know, do like spurts. Like I would get a rush to go to the gym. I'd go to the gym. I'd go for like two days and then stop going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I at least knew like around the gym, like different workouts that I could do. And if I didn't, I would just hop on YouTube to like figure out workouts because when you're working out indoors seven days a week, like, you know, there has to be more out here to do, but I realized that it really isn't more to do in the gym. It's kind of just the, it's the nuance and it's doing the same thing over and over and over again. And that's where the actual growth happens. It, it's not, uh, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel with going into the gym, you know, those machines work great. Treadmill works great. Stair stepper works great. You know, just use that. And, uh, obviously the, the key is just using them consistently. Mm-hmm. So what about, you know, where, where some people, um, have, have issues, I think is when well-meaning people in their life see, see these major transformations and maybe put a little, bug in your ear or maybe say something like oh you're gonna blow away like you're you're losing so much weight like oh my god yeah. like you don't go out with us anymore like you don't yeah like you don't you, you we can't go out to dinner with you anymore because you eat weird food and i don't know yeah. did, did was that ever a problem with uh with this i mean maybe with the first one but obviously it wasn't with the second one or it didn't seem like it with, with the second one no it wasn't an issue at all like i was still able to go out and uh have a good time i would just watch what I ate and, uh, wouldn't drink any alcohol. Um, you know, really, really nothing to it. But, um, I did find out through 75 hard, like, you know, my real friends and real relationships who those people were. And, uh, you know, unfortunately I had to part ways with some of those, uh, relationships that weren't servicing, you know, myself in a positive manner. So, um, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I'm looking to grow every single day and, you know, if you're not looking to grow, then, you know, I don't, I don't know if we can do this thing together then. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, uh, you know, it's once you, you put yourself in those situations, um, you know, going out with friends, like hell, even going to a bar, but you know, it's all about your will and your determination of, you know, are you going to stick to this? Or are you not going to stick to it? Are you going to break that promise to yourself? Or are you going to break that commitment to yourself? Because if you're willing to do that, you know, you're willing to do pretty much anything. So, uh, put yourself in those tough situations and see how strong mentally you really are. So, right. And you, beca- I mean, if it becomes a lifestyle, you're going to be in those tough situations all the time. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's going to be a lot tougher than just going to the bar and, uh, uh, someone offering you a drink or, um, you know, you going to a birthday party, seeing a piece of cake and want that piece of cake, you know, life's going to kick you, um, a lot harder than, than those temptations right there. Mm-hmm. And so then you've, you've done this, and then you manage to to make it a lifestyle and continue on for another year and a half. So, have you continued the reading and have you continued um, all of the other things that come with it? The drinking the water, the, I, the reading, particularly the reading, is what I'm interested in. Yeah, I still uh, still read to this day right now, and I'm on Ed Milet Power One More. Mm-hmm. Um, my weekend book is actually Cam Haynes' book Endure. Yeah, um, and then I just finished up. Um, one of the best books I've read so far this year is a faith-based personal development book called, uh, in a pit with a lion on a snowy day by Mark Batterson. Wow. It's a fantastic book. Um, what else have I read this year? I've read a couple, a couple others. Um, but yeah, that in a pit with the lion on a snowy day, best book I've read so far this year. And then, uh, you know, still drink my water, uh, try to hit a gallon. Um, some days I fall short, but actually today is actually a special day for me, Tom. What is it? It is, uh, today is a one year sober. Oh, really? I had alcohol. I haven't had a sip of alcohol in a, in a year. Yeah. Wow, man. Congratulations. It's pretty awesome. A, How do you feel about that? I feel fantastic about it. I made a commitment to myself June 30th last year 
it was a little bit after summer smash out there at first form that uh i wasn't going to drink again and um yeah today marks today marks one year so it feels pretty pretty good um you know i'm super proud of making it one year but you know looking forward to year 10 15 20 25 so that's about where i am 25 are you yeah 25 yeah or maybe even more it could be more i don't really keep track of it like like the the day and all all that like I, i don't I, I stopped drinking um, for a similar reason, probably maybe that you did. I don't, I don't really think I ever had a problem with it, or maybe I did. Uh, it depends on who you ask. But uh, I, exactly. you know, um, yeah. I got into a situation to where, um, you know, I was fishing guide in the Florida Keys, and I was, you know, if I had a couple of beers at night, I didn't feel as good the next day. And my career was super important to me. And I wanted to do the very best that I could. And I just felt like this is doing nothing but getting in the way. It's doing nothing yep. but getting in the way. And I'm not going to do it anymore. And right. I made that decision and never have I looked back. Never. No, nope. I don't. Nope. I, and it's one of those kind of things where um, I, I'm totally, so totally comfortable with that situation that I am much happier, healthier more comfortable without it yep. than I ever was with it. And even, and it's a warm embrace that it has, right? Like it's, yes. it makes you feel like, you, you know, why would yeah. you ever want to not do this? But, but when you have something that's really important to you, like for me, it was my career for you. I don't know what it is, but um, when something is really important to you and you see that this is only getting in the way, like if right. I didn't do that, I could move way faster and yeah. that's what I decided. And I have never looked back. And I, I always say, like, I hear people, you know, um, say, you know, it's like 952 days. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I don't know how many days it is. I don't even know how many years yeah. it is. I just made this decision yeah. and I've never looked back. And it's one of the best decisions outside of marrying my wife. Um, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made, I think. Right, right. Absolutely. I mean, same thing for for myself, you know, it depends on who you ask if I had a, a drinking problem or not, but I found myself, you know, getting drunk on a random Tuesday or Wednesday night and, uh, going into work, being unproductive, hungover, you know, my team wasn't performing well. My life was, I felt as if it was in shambles and, um, I just didn't, I didn't like that person that I was and alcohol didn't, it didn't serve me. Um, one thing that really got me with the alcohol thing is that I could not, I could not think of one positive experience I had <laughs> from being drunk. But now that I'm sober, I've racked up nothing but these wins Yeah, since becoming sober. That's really so a good way to put it, man. You're racking up the wins. You're stacking the W's. You're like, stacking. you're just stacking them up one after another and getting, and then, then if you compare that, like it's one thing to, to, to actually be doing that and talking about it in a business sense and things like that. And it's like, you know, you're stacking these W's, but then it's another thing to, to have this, this transformative experience that you've had that is so physically obvious, like you went from a regular dude to, (laughs) I mean, you got to go to his Instagram and check this out, man. He was like a regular, he was like a regular dude. And then, then you think he's going to enter, enter, uh, enter a a bodybuilding competition. I mean, it's, it's really amazing. And, and one of the reasons why I really reached out to you is because I'm doing this right now. I dropped 20 pounds since March 10th and it's been awesome. And, um, it, I just feel really good and, and things are, you know, I'm sleeping better. I'm yeah. performing better in the gym. I'm performing better in my job. Everything seems to just be better. Right. And, and, right. um, and so I'm, I'm looking at this transformation. I'm like, man, I got to talk to this guy. This, this, your transformation is just, <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, you, you uh, obviously have some genetics as well um, as a, as a lot of hard work because there's no way you build that kind of physique without, without, uh, hard work. I mean, I don't know. I I'll can't tell you have the, the, the secret, uh, I'll tell you and tell you only Tom, the secret is just consistent. It's just showing up every <laughs> single day. That's all it is. It's so funny. That was my Friday podcast. It's, it's, was it really? uh, yeah. You want to know my, I mean, here's my recipe <laughs> for fitness. Okay. So, yeah. 
people are all worried about, oh, I want to make sure I do it right, and I want to find the right trainer, and I want to do this, and I want to do yeah. that, and yeah. I want to make sure that I know how to do the movements before I get started, and I don't want to mm-hmm. hurt myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, man, it's consistency first. Yeah. You have to develop the habit of going. Yep. So when you first start, don't worry about doing it right. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about how much weight you're doing. Don't worry about how many reps you're doing. Don't worry about anything. Just be there. Just go there and do that for a couple months and develop that habit to where that's not, you're not going to break that habit now. Now it's time to start working on, okay, am I doing, am I I doing these things right? And is there somebody that I can look to that can teach me how to do a clean jerk properly or can, can show me how to do the deadlift or can, you know, can I, and then you do that for a while until now you have the consistency nailed. You're now you're doing the movements correctly. And guess what's next? You ramp up the intensity and then you put more weight on the bar. Then you go faster. Then you go harder. Then you run further. Then you do all these things. But it, it, it doesn't matter how intensely you go or how perfect you do the exercise. If you don't show up every day, it doesn't matter. There's, right. It doesn't right. matter. So those are my three things, consistency, accuracy, and intensity. That's it. That's it. It's you versus you every single day. You don't worry about the other guy. Just you show up for yourself. That's it. Yeah. And so um, that's awesome. And so where do you plan on going, going with this? To the moon. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. I mean, I'm not... Um, my next goal is uh, elite athlete of the year, the first form. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't even bought that up. So I'm a elite athlete for, for first form. Um, I, I won that um, earlier this year. So how do you and, win that uh, for anybody that doesn't know? So, um, you know, you put your name in the hat for it and uh, you help out as many people um, as you can. Uh, become a legionnaire for first form. Um, that way you're able to help people out through, through the first form app. And, um, you know, and you, you lead from the front as well, uh, with your action, actions, you know, live by their core values. And, um, you know, they're always watching someone from first form is always watching no matter what. So, um, you know, stay on top of your, your game and, uh, you know, you can, you can become an elite athlete for, for first form. I mean, I threw my, I threw my name in the hat for it. Um, it was a little bit after I became a legionnaire for them uh, when I won the transformation challenge or run up transformation challenge in twenty twenty one, and uh, they told me that never once has a uh, transformation challenge winner gone on to be an elite athlete. Hmm. And I uh, told them in an interview, I was like, "I'll be uh, your next elite athlete." And uh, sure enough, um, you know, went out and did my part. And uh, was awarded that position this year, which was just a uh, humbling and an honor to uh, to be a lead athlete for for first form. Nice, that's awesome. And so the next the next would be what elite athlete of the year, elite athlete of the year. And so yeah. that's somebody that makes the biggest contribution, or what is that? Um, I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell you. They don't tell you. They don't tell you, you know, what they're looking for. They just, um, I'm taking it as I'm going to keep on taking, you know, left foot, right foot every single day. I'm going to keep helping out as many people as I can. I'm going to still, you know, go to the gym. I'm going to, you know, try to influence or help someone to uh, take on this lifestyle that I live now and then, you know, have it be theirs as well because we're all capable of doing what I what I do. It's just, it, it begins with a choice because of the decision on, um, whether you want to do it or not. So, hmm. but I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm very grateful that, you know, I took that step to become this new version of myself and, uh, um, develop these habits and stay consistent with these habits that have nothing but positive outcomes for yourself. Yeah, man. Awesome. Awesome. Do you, so what do you do for a living? So I'm in a, I'm in sales, uh, sales manager for a logistics company called total quality logistics. So I still have a full-time job um, and then uh, do the first form stuff um, in my free time. And, uh, you know, I'm big into bow hunting. Um, so summer, obviously, taking it kind of easy, but um, got what I got about seven or eight cameras out here that I'm running right now for 
uh, this upcoming whitetail season. So <laughs> looking forward to it. Nice. And so that that's an excuse that a lot of people have. They look at somebody like yourself and they're like, yeah, well, I, I got a job. I can't. I can't be working out all day. So what was your schedule like when you're, when you're going through this and you got a full-time job, how did you fit in the workouts? So during 75 hard, I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning and I was getting in my indoor workout first. Um, I would get home, I would shower, and then I would knock out my 10 pages before I go to work. Um, what was nice about that is that when you knock out your first workout, um, that early in the morning, um, you're going to be able to take out, take down that gallon of water a lot easier because you're starting a lot sooner. I found that if you don't have that block, that gallon drank by like six o'clock, you're going to be up all night peeing. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then my second workout, um, I would take my hour lunch break at work and I would do my outdoor workout. And, uh, we had like a running track close by my office. And at first I wasn't able to run for the full 45 minutes. So I would run and then walk and then run and then walk. And then slowly but surely over the days, I progressed to where I was able to run the whole entire time for 45 minutes. I was able to get in about uh, five to six miles um, each time uh, towards the end of 75 hard, um, which was really cool to see that, that progression. So time management is, you know, important during 75 hard. Um, but now and it's, more so, um, work out Monday through Friday, uh, sometimes Saturday, Sunday as well. Depends on what I have going on. If I have to do anything around the farm, but, um, again, taking my hour lunch break, working out at the office or, um, sometimes I'll go in the morning. Sometimes I'll go after work, just kind of whenever I can, can get it in, but I make sure I go, uh, Monday through Friday for sure. And then I love Saturday, Sundays, but again, yeah, then I got stuff around the farm. Um, so yeah, that farm um, that comes with that comes with some responsibility. And with a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I mean, of responsibility. you got a tractor out there. You riding the tractor? Uh, I don't have a tractor yet, uh, but I do have a zero turn, a side by side, all uh -huh. the all the fun toys. So. so, are you planting food? Are you getting your food plots ready and everything for? So, uh, I have not been able to get food plots ready yet for this season. Um, I think that's going to be a next season sort of thing. Um, I had to help the wife. We have 13 chickens out here now. Nice. Uh, we have three gardens going. So I had to get all that stuff going before I'm allowed to go do my thing out here in the woods. Ha happy wife, happy life. For so, sure. Um, uh, take so, care of her first and then I'll be, I'll, I'll take care of me next year. So is the plan, um, are, are you and your wife both into, um, growing your own food and, and having a self-sustaining kind of, uh, place right there? Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're, what kind of stuff really, do you grow really in the garden? Into it. I mean, we have uh, we have some silver queen corn, nice. tomatoes, peppers, uh, cucumbers, uh, cabbage. I mean, kale. We have a, every uh, I believe she's growing some kale in there. I know. Uh, I, I, I would suggest it because I know that I grew kale, and I'm not a very good farmer, and it grew yeah. great. It was easy. Did it? Yeah, grew okay. great. I mean, I, she's in charge of the, uh, of the garden and the chickens. Um, I'm more so the manual labor around here and moving everything that needs to be moved so she can do her thing with the, with the garden, but got the, potatoes going as well in there. Nice. Are the chickens laying eggs? Not yet. So they'll start laying the eggs in, uh, in August. Um, after we get those chicken eggs or yeah, those chicken eggs going um we're gonna get some meat chicken so um i haven't had chicken like processed chicken since uh probably like july or august of last year wow i stopped eating chicken um and just we bought a uh about half a cow mm -hmm. and uh been eating that and then you know so have some whitetail and some turkey um in the freezer her granddad goes down to Florida and fishes crappie. So he brings us back some of that as well. So, um, yeah, went to, a went to a chicken processing plant that like what I saw in there. So I was, uh, I'm going to hold off on, on chicken for a little bit. Yeah. I, I, get can, my I can understand why I really, I really can. I chicken is, is man, it's very nutritious and you can get a lot of protein without a lot of fat. It's really great yeah. for that. But when you, 
I'm with you, man. I, I think it. I think that the practices are 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 hard to to watch, especially when you know, like you you harvest your own food and you know exactly where it yeah. comes from. In our case, yeah. we catch a, a beautiful mahi mahi or or a, a snapper or something. It goes directly on ice or a tuna straight in the ice, and you know right. exactly where that fish has been. You know exactly how long it's been there, and even even when I go to the to the supermarket or whatever, I look at fish. I'm like, mm, it doesn't look like my fish. Like, I don't, right. I don't know, but I know that that has been handled a lot better than the chickens. The yeah. chicken plants oh, yeah. are pretty gross and they smell terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, they do. You know, chicken, chicken is a, is a, it's a good meat. It's and a good protein. I, I really cut back on the chicken uh, myself and started eating a lot more, a lot more beef um, yeah. a few years back. Uh, kind of for the same reason, but you got to have, um, how, how, how big are you? How, how, what do you weigh? Uh, 200 pounds, 200 pounds, what? Five, yeah. 10, five, five, 11, five, 11, five, 11, 200. So 200, how yeah. much protein do you eat a day? 200 grams, Two, 200 grams. Yeah. Yeah. And where, when the source of that is, is mostly beef, mostly beef, uh, wild game. Uh, we don't eat very much pork. Um, but mostly beef, wild game, uh, fish, um, about it. Eggs? Uh, store-bought eggs right now until these chickens start laying them. I can't wait for the farm fresh. Man, when you start eating all the stuff off your own land, you're going (laughs) to, you're going to have another transformation. I think it's going to be incredible. I don't know what you're going to look like then, but I mean, man, the quality of the food that you're going to grow is going to be incredible. And, uh, it'll be pretty cool, man. That'll be pretty cool. Uh, You got yourself a nice little homestead carved out there. Thinking about getting a, getting a cow and throwing one out here and seeing how that goes. Yeah. Do you have it fenced? Would you have to fence or can you, is it already Uh, fenced? there's already some fence up, so I wouldn't have to do much. Just, you know, fix it up a little bit, make it, make sure it's secure. Um, so I think, I don't know, we're still talking about it. She also wants goats. I don't know how I feel about goats, but, um, yeah, definitely want a cow. What about, uh, predators? Do you have coyotes and stuff? Probably. Boxes? Yeah. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting coyotes on, um, cell cam. And, uh, I was actually out here turkey hunting this past spring and had a fox running on me. Um, so I saw him in person real pretty. Um, didn't, didn't shoot him. Just let him do his thing. So man, wait, wait till they find those chickens. Um, your wife will be, your wife will put the bounty on their head. I can tell you that yeah. right now. Like they're, yeah. Oh, look at yeah. the cute fox until it eats one of the chickens. And then it's like, um, <laughs> Yeah, we don't need that fox anymore. <laughs> fox is no longer welcome. <laughs> right. So what's right. your what's your wife's um interest in in uh in the farming and everything? Is is that is that something that you guys have thought about together? Did this happen before seventy five hard? Is she always wanted to do that? So we've always thought about, you know, owning a piece of land and, you know, making a sustainable life out of it. And, uh, you know, we were blessed with this opportunity to buy those 40 acres here, um, from a buddy that I actually went to school with. And, uh, it just kind of, you know, everything worked out. The stars aligned as far as the timing, uh, price and everything. So we just had to jump on the opportunity and, uh, and take advantage of it. You know, we're used to living in the neighborhood. So, you know, in the beginning, when we first moved in, like, it was very overwhelming. Uh, but now we've kind of, out of flow and uh you know just figuring it out as we as we go along yeah yeah well that's i've never i've never owned a piece of property like that but i've always kind of thought that in back of my mind i'd like to do that i'd like to have chickens i'd like to have a garden um yeah yeah and you know we get we get a lot of fish we get um i usually buy a half a cow and then we have the elk from last year and a bunch of deer yeah so yeah we try to we try to eat the the wild game as much as possible, the wild fish and the wild, the wild game. That's the, that's the best if you ask me, but that's the good stuff. I can also eat cows. I could eat a whole cow. I think. Yeah. Same here. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Same here. So do you have There's any, something about that? What's that? The, like the, the grant, the, the burger on a cow is just, I mean, it's something I've never tasted before. I never had a, a grass fed cow before until we bought that half. And, uh, 
that burger on him it was just so good so so good man wait till you get the elk when you go kill your elk you're gonna you're gonna love that i mean that's the thing it's like i like deer but i really like elk like (laughs) i mean like i can eat deer and 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 it's great and and i do love deer but if I had the choice between, you know, venison and a beef steak, I'm probably yeah. going to pick a yeah. beef steak. But the choice between a beef steak and an elk steak is a tough choice. Like it's really good. And then we made these we made these sticks, you know, like the first form meat sticks. We got meat right. sticks like that made out of the elk. Oh my god, they are so good. And then these sausages that they make that are they they um well they're bratwurst and the elk bratwurst I could just do those all the time. They are so good. It's amazing. And you just throw them on the grill, man. I've had elk one time and, uh, I was like, okay, I I, I definitely need to kill one of these things. I, I, I need this in my life. Um, you know, but hopefully we make it happen. Maybe we'll happen, make it happen make it happen next year. We'll see. Yeah, I hope so. Cause, uh, when you go elk hunting, you're going to go berserk. You're going to, you, you, I mean, you're an obsessive kind of personality like myself. So when you see something like that, you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to go crazy. I, I, I mean, it's just, it's very addicting. And I know you mentioned Turkey hunting and a lot of people will compare Turkey hunting and elk hunting together. And there, there are some, some real comparisons in my opinion, um, yeah. between the two, except, the elk's a thousand pounds and it's like <laughs> it's it's just a little different like some elk hunters will be like no there's no comparison between elk and turkey but there there kind of is i mean like they they're 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 cautious animals they're smart they're an elk is super tough um they can you know a turkey can can see incredibly well but an elk can, right. can you know the elk has lots of ways that it doesn't it knows you're there and uh right if a turkey could smell like a deer, it'd be hard to kill. Oh, it'd be, yeah, it'd be, it'd, it'd, it'd be, be really hard to kill. Um, almost but, impossible to kill. But I like the, I like the turkey hunting. That's fun. But it is, it is going to take a backseat to the, to the elk pursuit, mostly maybe from a financial perspective, uh, as much <laughs> as anything else that you know, had taken on this elk thing. And it's, 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 you know, you can spend some money like that. So I might, oh, not, yeah. I might not be turkey hunting as much as I, as I used to. Don't don't tell my wife that. So we'll just keep that between us. Yeah. Tell her about the. the <laughs> yeah, man. Well, listen. Um, it, it's been it's been awesome to talk to you, get to know you. I want to um I want to exchange some books with you. Um, I've got this whole book list on my website that I'll 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 show you. But I'll I'd like to send you some of my favorites and and uh, and get some of yours. You you gave me like two or three, and I collect those like. Like other people collect, I don't know, whatever. But I just yep. love to find out what someone's favorite book is. I'm reading this one right now. It's called The Tiger. And a lot of people have told me that this is their favorite book. And it's... The Tiger? It's, yeah. it's that's. I think that's what it's called. Um, let me look here. Uh, this one, I, I'm not going to suggest this one as as the first one I'm going to suggest to you. But that, that's what it's called, The Tiger. Okay. And it's a, it's about this 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 guy that goes to investigate this, this, this tiger kills someone and he's supposed to go in there and kill this tiger. And it goes in deep into just how smart a tiger is and how difficult they are to hunt and how they're, I mean, they, they know things, man. They're, they're really, really, really an incredible animal, but then it goes really super deep into all this Russian history because where this whole thing is, is laid out it's in Russia where these tigers are. And uh, I don't know. It's a pretty interesting book, but I'm not going to put that one as my favorite that I'm going okay. to right. <laughs> send you first because you will you might read it and think the same as I do. Like kind of, yeah, pretty good, but okay. not the best. Um, have you uh, have you read The Comfort Crisis? Yeah. I think it's Michael. Yeah. Yeah. yeah read that one. one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, and then a couple of... Uh, a couple I've, I, you know, I'll try to read some that are not, um, you know, like, like books like that. And, and yeah. I came across, I, I see right here on my, on my thing, I've got endure, uh, Cameron Haynes book saved for my next long drive. I like to listen to books too. Okay. And I'll listen to them. If I, if I have a long drive, like if I'm gonna drive to Montana or, or wherever I'll, I'll listen to a couple of books. Um, but, um, 
I, there's this one also, Kristen Hanna, uh, has a, she's an incredible writer. And it's like historical fiction. Um, okay. and she wrote one called The Four Winds, and she wrote another one called The, um, uh, um, the Great Alone. And, wow. man... I mean, for a break, like if you read enough like like self-help books and, and personal development books and stuff like that, and you just feel like you're ready for a break, but you want to read something that's interesting and, and cool, her books yeah. are amazing. They are, they are so amazing. And you just learn all this stuff about history. And, and, uh, but that grade alone is one of the better books I've ever read, as well as uh, Beneath a Scarlet Sky. But, but you know, those are, those are, those are good books. And uh, okay. right. Unbroken. Did you ever read Unbroken? It was a movie. I haven't read Unbroken. It's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's just a story of, it's like Beneath the Scarlet Sky and Unbroken both. They're like, they're like in like four parts. And any one of those parts mm-hmm. would be an exceptional life that someone lived. And it's this one person's life, and he goes through this part, and then he goes through this part, and then he goes through this part, and then he goes through this part. And when just about the time you think, my God, this guy is just having the most incredible life. I mean, you know, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good, sometimes, but it's just like the, any part of this would be the most incredible life you've ever heard of from somebody. Right. And right. then he goes on to do the next thing. And just when it seems like it couldn't possibly get worse, it gets way worse. And, <laughs> you know, and this guy just, he's just so mentally strong and he just endures, man. And, uh, but that Unbroken is, whew, that was great. They made a movie out of it. And the movie was two hours long. The book's like 13 hours to listen to. So they cut wow. a ton out of it. Jeez. But they did. Uh, the movie was still pretty good. Pretty dang good. They always, say, they always say the book is always better than the movies. Yeah. Well, people told me that. And I was like you. I didn't ever read books growing up. I didn't want to. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. And I would read the minimum amount. And then later, when I found fishing... That's when I became a voracious reader because like I would read all these books about fishing and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm reading books. This is crazy." And and right. then it became like a like a habit, like we're like we're talking about like reading. I, I got to where I enjoyed reading, but um the I never I never read any books as a kid and and then it turned out to to like them later. Um somehow I got off track there, but anyway, um, it's just it's wild how much uh you know, we throw that to the side after like I, I read some stat. It was like staggering, like just how many Americans don't pick up a book after graduating high school. And there's just so much information and knowledge out there to be had. You know, we just have to make that decision to go out there and seek out that knowledge and get that knowledge and, you know, retain it and use it because, you know, it's going to make our lives better. We're going to learn a lot. And, uh, you know, if you have any suggestion at all, you know, for anyone out there, just pick up a book and start reading. Seriously. Just pick one up and start reading it. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself um, from reading that book. Mm-hmm. Good so, suggestion. What do you think your, your, your number one gifted book? Do you give books to people? Um, or maybe even just give a suggestion, which would be your number one gifted suggestion. It has, it would have to be in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. I'm going to read that one, man. I'm going to read that one. I don't even know what it's about, but you've told me about it twice now. So (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's so good. It is so, so good. Yeah. But yeah, that would be the one. Mark Batterson in a pit with a line on a snowy day. Go okay. get the book. I'll I'll put that I'll read that and then I'll put it on the the reading list and if you're listening to this and you didn't realize that we have a reading list, you go to tomrollandpodcast.com. There is a place where you can go to book club and you can see all of these books. You can even buy the books right off the website if you want and uh we can um we can come up with um your suggestions and we can throw those up there. You can have a little have a little section there we go for you uh that'd be cool the ones that you that you particularly suggest 
um yeah that'd be great man that'd be great well listen man i hope that one day we get to train together and shoot our bows together and and hang out maybe it'll be at the, at the uh, first form place or maybe somewhere else but uh you're a you're a super hard worker dedicated dude i like to hang around people like that so uh been great talking with you and getting to know you a little bit better tell everybody where they can find more find out more about you and you got a youtube channel you got an instagram what else yeah you got? yeah so uh instagram is mr dale Beatty, and then uh youtube is uh dale Beatty outdoors uh i just joined tiktok i don't know how i feel about tiktok <laughs> i think i'm mr dale Beatty on there as well um or just facebook you know dale Beatty. so um find me and uh you know let's interact right on man dale awesome thanks for spending some time with us today i really appreciate it i look forward to staying in touch with you and uh we'll do this again yeah tom i appreciate it thank you so much all right buddy thanks see ya thank you see ya